Thank you for tuning in to Avant Life's weekly podcast. We hope this message inspires you, stirs your faith, and leaves you blessed. Hello, church. Happy Mother's Day, moms. It's so good to be here. How nice is this stage? So, you know, we have so many creative people in our church, and it's great to see some of our artists being able to come in and make this so pretty for all of you mums today. So I hope you appreciate it. It's like they never stop painting pictures for you. Like, as a mum, you're always getting pictures painted for you or drawings done for you. So this is Avant Life Church's Mother's Day picture for you. So I hope you like it. Um, It's a good day today to be a mum. Um, I wanted to share a little bit uh, today more so about things that I have learnt along the way um, in motherhood. And the thing about being a mum is that being a mother purely exists based upon relationship. So you can't be a mother without relationship to one that would consider you a mother. So my kids make me a mum. And in the same way, the different relationships that you have as a mum, as a mother figure, are based upon those relationships. So I wanted to share with you a little bit about my relationships as a mum, specifically to my children. So this is going to be fun. Kids, pay attention as well. You might learn some funny things about Levi, Alice, and Eden. So I hope you're listening. It's going to be fun. So Levi Benjamin, he's our first born. Levi was born, I think, like nine days before our first year anniversary. So Levi, if I were to describe Levi to you, he's our adventurer. He's the one that's like ready to go down any trail, discover anything. He'll like see like a slug on the track in Cleveland Dam and that will captivate him for hours. He's constantly like in nature, loving to adventure, loving to uh, explore new things. See, for Levi, Levi unlocked a joy in me that I'd never experienced before before. He also unlocked other things in me that I'd never experienced before. He unlocked in me uh, pains that I'd never experienced before, uncertainties that I'd never experienced before, fears that I never experienced before. Not because he was those things, but because I was now the responsible person for a human life. I was the steward of a life that God had breathed his breath into, and I was stewarding God's breath in a life. And so everything about Levi has been unknown. He's like unknown territory. It's like I got in a ship and we were like, where are we going? I don't know. Let's see where the waves take us. That is Levi. And if you've met Levi, you know that he's always up for an adventure. He's always keen to go down a track, find frogs, like find all types of animals. But Levi taught me that parenting is that adventure. It is that journey that you go on. And you can either choose to like go on this journey with like the map, or you can go just kind of figuring it out as you go. Um, Levi taught me about flexibility as a parent. Um, You can't enter the unknown with a plan. For those of you who know our church planting story here at Avant, yes, we we did everything that we needed to do, and we had our plan, and we had our way of doing it, and then God just swept that away and said, you're going into the unknown. Part of going into the unknown is going, knowing that your plans, they're not primary above your faith. Levi really birthed in Ben and I 
this faith that was foundational for every new season. He is like the epitome of new seasons. And for those of you who know him, you know that he's kind. You know that he's so loving. He's like one of the best friends. Like constantly at school, his friends are like wanting to hang out with Levi because he's like the ultimate friend. He's full of wonder. And he makes me pause as a mom to look at every new season not as a thing I need to conquer, but something I get to enjoy. And this is the thing with parenting. You don't conquer parenting. It's not like you're going to be a master of parenting. When we leave this earth, there is not going to be the ultimate parent. Like, we're not going to have that ranking. As much as we rank ourselves against the rest of the world in how they approach their relationships, whether through parenting or other relationships, like, it's not about that ranking. It's literally about what, what have you experienced along the way? What have you enjoyed along the way? Matthew 19.26 is a scripture that I want for my son, wherever he is, Levi, I want him to grab this because this is what he taught in me. And this is what Jesus says. So Levi, are you listening? No? Okay, thanks. (laughs) It's an adventure, guys. With man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. You can look at your life. You can look at the relationships in your life and the challenges that you have by stewarding life as a parent. And for those who aren't parents, for those in mentoring relations, any type of relationship, you can look at that and you can see the limits. You can see the things that you need to take um, to journey on that adventure. Or you could look at the impossibility and go, yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's go for the impossibility. And so Levi has taught me and reminded me that through God, all things are possible. Alice Clare, Alice Clare, she, having Alice, preparing to have Alice, so we, I was the most petrified. Why? Because I was having a girl and It challenged everything about my identity as a woman because I was now the image of woman that this life was going to look to as a part of her identity. Like, it petrified me. I was like, man, I feel like I don't even, like, have, like, this idea of what a woman should be, Um, and now I have to project that and teach that to someone else. Like... Having Alice scared me because it challenged my own identity. And it's interesting because Alice Clare, that's her, her full name, and Alice means nobility. Now, all of my kids, they have names that are attached to their identity. Levi Benjamin means united as one and son of the right hand. So son of the right hand speaks of his identity in the kingdom of God. Alice, speaking nobility, speaks that she belongs to a kingdom, a royal kingdom. And so... When Alice was born, I freaked out a little bit because I was like, if I don't know my identity when it comes to my faith relationship in this kingdom, how am I going to show it to her? 
And it was this real wrestle. Um, she's our princess. She is the one that we would always speak princess over. And if you've met Alice, you know that she is a princess, but don't mess with her mind because she will crush you. She is incredibly intelligent and she doesn't buy any of Joel Thurkettle's like quick-witted things. She just keeps him in line. It's true. She's a smart girl. But Alice actually taught me that my own identity and faith walk was built maybe on a wrong perception of how I viewed my father. I'm not talking about my earthly father. See, this is the problem. So often in our, in our lives, we view God in light of the relationships we have here on earth rather than viewing the relationships we have here on earth in light of God. See, Alice taught me how to see my earthly father more clearly because I could see who my heavenly father was. Alice taught me that I could go to God not just, not just for guidance and for, and for forgiveness, but for goodness. Parents, especially mums, our approach to God is so often for this guiding. It's like, I need help, I need help, I need help. Like, how am I supposed to steward these children? And sometimes we forget our own identity and our own placement within the kingdom that we have access to his goodness, that we actually get to say, hey, God, like, hey, Heavenly Father, I know that I am in your kingdom and that I am royalty in your kingdom. Um, And so I'm coming to you to seek goodness. I'm coming to ask for goodness. I'm coming to ask for blessing. Alice taught me that I didn't need to approach God timidly, not without reverence, with reverence, understanding his holiness, but understanding that his goodness and his holiness weren't exempt from each other, that they were incorporated together, that I could come in reverence to my father to access his goodness. John 3 verse 1 says this, See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. Alice also taught me that my identity as nobility, and in that approachability, I ha- in that I have approachability to the Father. There's an approachability to the Father. She also taught me that it doesn't have to be perfect, it just needs to be purposed. I think we spend so much time trying to get things perfect because we want to have godly behavior. Don't get me wrong. We want to be people that reflect Christ to this world. Yet in that pursuit of reflecting Christ, we see our own fallibility and our own imperfection that sometimes we focus on that more than the purpose that Christ gave us. See, the last thing Christ said was to go. The last thing that he said to his disciples was a commission of purpose, knowing full well that we fell short of his glory. He still gave us purpose. And so mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, whatever your context of relationship within the family is, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it does need to be purposed. 
you need to understand your your perfection is not found in how you can accomplish things and how how tidy the kids' rooms are or how well that meal was cooked or how many A's you got on your grades, but you do need to go in with a sense of purpose over what you are doing. And so I want to really encourage, especially mothers right now, I really sense that God is wanting to lift off this weight of of perfectionism and replace it with purpose. And so wherever you are right now, mothers, if you've been carrying this perfection, this pursuit of perfection as a primary focus in your life over the purposes of God, I want you to have freedom over that. And I want chains to be broken over that. And as we go back into worship later on, I want you to really take that thought and go, Jesus, how long have I been just in my parenting, in my mothering, been striving for this perfection that I've lost purpose of what I'm doing and realigning yourself again to know that you have purpose within your children's lives, that there is purpose within all that you are doing. Alice taught me that it doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be purposed and that you have freedom from the pursuit of perfection. Eden Knight, Knight being a royal soldier speaking yet again to that identity of being in the kingdom. Eden Knight, Ben always says this about Eden, Eden Knight, my delight. And Eden taught me joy. She also taught me that I was fully outnumbered. Three changes things, right? You're outnumbered. By far, Eden was the hardest when it came to the newborn phase. Yet because of how I had been equipped by Levi and Alice, it was easier. So it's amazing how even though your hardest circumstances you can still triumph over because you've actually gone through the process of growth prior to that. We were for sure outnumbered. Eden taught me that stress is a poor substitute for joy. Honestly, um, when we moved over here, we came, um, one of the the girls that came over with us, um, some of you might know her, some of you may not, but her name's KP. And um, she is a very dear friend to me, and Eden spent a lot of time with her. She lived with us for a while. And she'd always say this, stress less, stress less, sis. Like, I can hear her voice ringing in my head. Um, the reality is moving over with three kids to a different country, having left everything behind, was kind of stressful. And if I could say that I was joyful for, through every season, I'd be a liar. Um, I stressed a bit. But I found that through Eden, because of this joy that she brought to everyone, and still does bring a lot of joy to people, is that stress is such a poor substitute for joy, yet we always seem to prefer it. We always seem to go, yeah, I'm going to choose to stress right now because stress validates that there's something wrong in my life. Whereas joy, it doesn't remove that there's something wrong in your life. It just chooses to rise above the wrong in your life. Joy isn't that there's there's no hardships. Joy comes in the morning, right? Like it's like after the night, joy comes. It's a choice to actually go, instead of going, I'm going to choose stress so that everyone around knows that it's unfair what's happening right now. Right now, this is hard. Right now, everyone needs to know the sacrifice I've made. Right now, everyone needs to know the hardship that I'm going through. So I'm choosing stress. And we always substitute joy for stress. And it's like, man, like... Can you just imagine for a second 
If in those stressful times you would choose joy, not being ignorant to hardship, but like there are so many people in my life that I can say, man, I just love their attitude. Like that even though some things are just awful, some things just are not nice, like they're just like, oh yeah, she'll be right. I heard that's like a, she'll be right. You guys need to learn that. I don't know if many Canadians say that. But it's going to be okay. Like, it's, it's completely how you choose to look at a situation. People that have that disposition are ones that I want to be surrounded by. Like, I'm like, give me some of that. Like, this chilled out personality. Not being aloof to the world, but just knowing that the world doesn't hold you captive. Like, how long are we going to let the things of this world actually hold us captive rather than choosing to step into joy. Eden, cho- Eden taught me about joy. It's a, we were watching um, Saturdays, we, we have like our Sabbath, right? We're doing like, we, we're trying to reclaim, make sure that we cre- reclaim Sabbath and we believe it to be a godly thing that we do and something that uh, Christ in himself reaffirms that we, we do as believers. And so Saturday is like our family Sabbath. And Saturday nights, we like watch a movie and we've been watching um, the Narnia series and it's so good. Oh my gosh, C.S. Lewis is amazing. Um, and last night we were finishing off the ones that Disney did and King Caspian says this comment um, when he's, he's on the brink of Aslan's country. So he's, he's, he's journeyed to the end of the world and the possibility of him stepping into Aslan's country, like the thing of yet to come country while he's king. And he's, he's given this choice of, do you want to go there now? Like, is that what you want to do? Yet he has this responsibility and this privilege as king. And this is, this is what he says. He says, I spent too long wanting what was taken from me and not what was given. I was given a kingdom, a people. And mothers, so often we go, man, I had to sacrifice so much to be a mom. Like, like I had to lay down my career. I had to give up on my dreams and my hopes and all of these things. And that's the lens that we look at mothering in. And that's the way that the world will project it as well. It's like, wow, you're amazing because of all that you've given up and everybody else made you give something up and you're a hero. I'm like, that's not what makes you a hero. That, that perspective doesn't make you a hero. It's actually looking at the things that are right in front of you. I spent too long wanting what was taken from me and not what was given. We've got to understand we have been given a part of God's kingdom in our children. That is a part of God's kingdom that we have been given. And in that, we get to experience the amazing possibilities and impossibilities that being in the kingdom of God give us. They are a part of God's kingdom given to you to be a steward of. They weren't something that took something away from you. You don't have less because of your children. You have more. And we need to make sure that we do not let the enemy tell us that poor me, poor me, my life is different now because I've had kids and I don't have A, B, C, and D. That is a lie from the pit of hell. It is. Our children are a blessing. They are a part of God's kingdom here now in your hands to steward. Stress will always focus you on what you don't have. Stress will always remind you of the things that 
aren't working, whereas joy shows you what you do have. Um, some of you may know, some of you may not know, so I've just listed Levi Alice and Eden. And um, I speak, I've spoken of um, our son that we lost when I was 20 weeks pregnant. His name's Theo Creed. Theo meaning gift of God and Creed meaning guiding principle. And so I want to share what I, uh, I want to share with you what I learned through my relationship with Theo Creed. Um, Theo taught me the goodness of God. Um, there's a photo that I'm going to get the guys to put up on the screen and hopefully you can see that. So it's a photo of Ben and Levi in front of, at a festival in Canberra in Australia called Floriad. And it's on the 1st of October in 2014. If you scroll on my phone, you can see the date, the 1st of October 2014. So Theo was due around our launch date. So he was going to be born literally when like Avant Life Church launched. Levi and Alice are both born in November. Eden and Ben are both born in July. And so Theo was like due around like early October, end of September. And my birthday's October. So he's my October baby. Um, and I celebrate his life on the 1st of October. That picture that you saw is on the 1st of October, 2014. The day that I found out that Theo had passed, there was this one tulip in our yard, this one red tulip, and it just bloomed that day. And for whatever reason, that tulip was, became a symbol and is significant still to me as representing Theo. It's amazing how beautiful tulips are, but like how quickly their petals fall. And there is so much to say within that story, but that photo that you saw is Ben and Levi amongst red tulips on the 1st of October in 2014. I only saw that photo this past week. And I can honestly tell you that when I saw that photo of Ben and Levi with red tulips signifying Theo to me, on the 1st of October in 2014, the day that I celebrate him, the goodness of God overwhelmed me. Because I didn't know on the 1st of October 2014 that I would be thinking in years to come of a son that I lost. Yet God knew. God literally placed Ben and Levi and Red Tulips, my three boys, on the 1st of October in 2014, years before I would experience the loss of Theo. That isn't planned. That isn't something that I could have figured out. That is something that the goodness of God is just reminding me again and again that he sees every single moment. See, Theo taught me the goodness of God. In Psalm 126, it says this, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. It's amazing how even the loss of my son, God still has these these gifts along the way, along this journey. 2021, I find this photo of significance. And it means a lot to me, church. Like, it, it was an incredible moment. But Theo taught me that death is not to be feared when in Christ. Actually, I don't look at death and freak out. I can honestly tell you, and, and Ben would testify to this, I'm not afraid to die. I can look death in the face and be like, I'm okay. 
Because knowing that I'm in Christ, I know that death is but a reconciliation point. That in my death, when the time comes for me to pass, that reconciliation with my son is just ahead. Theo taught me that I don't need to fear death, that actually in being able to conquer the fear of death in your life, you are able to unlock the goodness of God as being more evident in how you see life. The goodness of God is evident, church. No matter what your experience has been in life, the goodness of God is is throughout the whole journey. See, God's goodness wasn't just in the moment that I lost Theo in the comfort that we found of friends. It was in this week in finding a photo that meant something. And I know it'll be in years to come when he reveals something else. God's goodness wasn't remain, hasn't remained just in that one moment. It's not just a blip in time. It's this continual journey that we get to experience. So the challenge for us, based upon what I've learned from Levi, Alice, Eden, and Theo, from Levi, follow God's path, not formula. Enjoy the adventure, as we like to say here, the adventure. From Alice, know that you have access to the Father for goodness in your life. For Eden, let your walk not have bursts of joy, but be paved with joy. That's your choice. And from Theo, the kingdom of God is here now. Live in it. And the kingdom of God is also soon to come. Hope for it. Mothers, wherever you are, if you're by yourself or if you're with your family, I would just like you to stand. Church, I'd like you to get around your mothers, whether it's physically or spiritually right now. We're going to pray over them. And particularly, I want to pray over those things in regards, especially in regards to this pursuit of perfection over purpose. For too long, the enemy has told us and the world has told us that perfection is the purpose when it comes to our parenting. But the thing with purpose when it comes to your children is not cookie cutter. If you've ever made cookies with your kids, you know that they all turn out in different shapes. And that's what our kids are. That's what the adventure of being a parent, being a mother is. So wherever you are right now, mums, would you just close your eyes and lift your hands and ask the Holy Spirit to come. So Holy Spirit, come right now. Lord, come right now. Fill every room, fill every heart. Jesus, we just pray right now that a fresh encounter with you would be experienced by every mother, Lord God. For the mothers that have lost children, for the mothers that who are far from their children, for the mothers who are hoping to be mothers, for those who do not have their own physical children but have adopted spiritual children, for every mother represented right now. I just pray for purpose. I pray that motherhood wouldn't be about perfection or performance, that it would be about the purposes of God being fulfilled in the here now kingdom. That as we hold your kingdom in our hands, in these lives that we steward, Lord God, that it would be filled with your purpose and your spirit would breathe in every single mother right now. Holy Spirit, we just say, come. Fill every mother. Fill them with your purpose. Fill them with fresh joy. Let them choose joy over stress right now, Father God. We just pray right now for broken chains, for the things that the enemy has tried to bind them up with. We break them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, that their children would be the greatest encouragers of their relationship with you. 
Father God, we just pray right now that you would encounter them, that they would have freedom, that they would have peace, and that they would have great joy, Lord God. And fill them with your purpose again, Father God. For those who feel like they have let go of purpose, would you help them pick it up again, saying that it is never too late? Would they know that every single child that is in their midst is a, pre- is a part of your presence here on earth, is a part of your kingdom here on earth right now, that they would experience your presence through these children, Lord God. That they would choose your joy to be the pavement on the path ahead, Lord God. God, we thank you for mothers. We thank you that you designed, you created mothers, that mothers are in the image of God here right now. That you have every part in, have, in having mothers here right now, Father God. That they are your creation, that they are your design, that they are a part of your image, Lord Jesus. God, we come into your presence right now. We come to worship. We come to choose to pursue you. Church, why don't you just take this time as we come into worship to lay down the chains that the enemy has bound you up with for so long, to not choose the methods of this world, but to choose the purposes and the joy of our Lord. We hope you enjoyed this message. We would love you to subscribe to our weekly podcast. Other ways you can connect with Avant Life is through YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Or check out our website at avantlifechurch.com.